Welcome to CIR Realty Business Mastery, where we present on topics that will help you build a successful real estate business. While you're here, be sure to subscribe to not miss any new episodes, as well as leave us a five-star review. That'll help others discover us too. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Okay, hello Team Blue, and thank you for tuning in this Monday morning. Um, we have here Lonnie McDonough, which probably a lot of you have spoken to at some point or another. She is one of the lawyers with uh, McKay Real Property Law, and she is going to walk us through a situation today that we have been finding uh is a bit more prevalent these days with COVID and we're, we've been struggling through kind of figuring out how to deal with this properly. So Lonnie's going to help us. And we have the very catchy tagline of when spouses go wild. <laughs> um, but basically we're just kind of breaking down the situation when you have two people on title or a married couple that um, own a property and one of the parties doesn't want to sell and the other party does. How do we deal with that situation, essentially? So thank you for joining us, Lonnie. <laughs> thank you for having me. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so I'm going to jump right into it. Um, the first question is, how do we as agents help our clients when they approach us and let us know that they need to sell their home, need or want to sell their home, and their spouse is not um, a willing party in that sale? And I'll give you a really quick example. Um, this happened earlier this week where we had someone uh, let us know that they needed to sell the home and their spouse had kind of left the relationship, left the home and was left, the the one guy was left to kind of financially sustain that property and he wasn't able to do that anymore. And he needed an option to um, get out of the property, but couldn't do so without the spouse's signatures. So what are we supposed to tell those clients to do? Yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you're always going to need the, the, the people that have the authority to, to sell this property. You need to have their consent uh, one way or another, or you need to find a way to dispense with that consent uh, possibly through a court order. So uh, we we're chatting about this scenario that you're describing where both spouses named were on title. Um, and so in that situation, you know, normally you'd, you'd have your two clients, uh, they're both equal owners because presumably they're joint tenants and you need them both to sign off on the sale. And if one of them is not agreeable to that, unfortunately you're, you're left with seeking a court order saying that you don't need that other person's consent. And so at that point, you're going to just refer your client, the one who does want to sell, the one who's been in touch with you, um, to speak to probably a family lawyer at that point um, to get a court order to dispense with the other um, spouse's consent to sell the property. Okay, wonderful. So again, we're not taking on any of that liability or anything like that. We are directing them to a family lawyer so that they can appropriately deal with um, hopefully being able to get that property sold. So Fast forward from that situation, now this guy has gone through court and has a court order in his hands that is saying that he is able to dispense of this property without the consent or signature of the spouse. And um, I think I, like I mentioned um, to you earlier, Lonnie, I've, I think I've seen five of these this week, um, which, you know, 
in my two and a half years in this chair, I haven't seen any up until this point. So I think this is probably coming out of some COVID stuff, um, some relationship breakdowns and, and whatnot. So what, as a realtor, when we sit down with a client and they say, you know, they've gone through this court process and they now have a court order, what is the next step for a realtor? What do we need to know about these court orders? Are they going to appear on title? Um, what kind of information are we going to see on them? Yeah. So yeah, it's funny too, because in, in my six years of doing this, um, you know, you described the situation to me and I've personally never seen that before. So yeah, this is definitely <laughs> a new thing that uh, we're all dealing with, which is always yeah. fun. Um, but yeah, I'm, I would be very surprised if you would see this type of a court order registered on title. Um, it's not like a certificate of Liz Pendens or something like that, um, that would necessarily be registered on title. Where it's registered is actually with the court. Um, so if they do have this court order, presumably they have a copy of it because they wouldn't have gone through that whole process to get that done and then not have a record of it. But if you ever needed to, to get it, there is that avenue of going to the court to get it. That's where it would be uh, documented. It's entirely public record. Any court judgment is, so you don't have to worry about uh, privacy or disclosure and that sort of thing. Um, but you would want to get your hands on a copy either directly from the client or through the court and, you know, have a read through it. And if you're not comfortable making the determination that in fact, Yes, this court order says that this person has the full authority to sell this property without the other owner's consent, then you're going to want to engage um, a lawyer to read that for you as well and confirm that, in fact, your client has proper authority. And um, once that has been confirmed, your, when you're doing your listing um, and when you have an offer, you would probably just put that one person's name, the one who has the authority on the contract, because that's the party you're binding. You're not binding the other person who's on title. Um, and then you'd probably want to provide a copy of that court order to the other side as well to explain why you haven't named the second person on title as one of the sellers. Okay, that's perfect. So we don't actually really need to... Um, talk about the court order in the purchase contract, we can just provide a copy of the court order directly to the other side. I think that's fine. Um, you know, if you really wanted to dot all your I's and lowercase J's, you might, you know, add it as an addendum um, to the contract. So just, just so everyone's on the same page and they know what's going on. Okay. Okay. That's a good idea. Okay. Awesome. Um, is there anything else we need to know about these? I don't think so. I mean, I think in general and, and anytime you're doing a real estate transaction is you just always want to make sure that upfront you have all of the party's consent that you need. And if you've got two people on title, then you need both of those parties consent. And if for some reason you can't get one of them, you make sure you have this court order that says that that's fine. You don't need that other person's consent. And uh, of course, you may also run into this issue when you do only have one person on title and you're now dealing with a dower issue and you're trying to maybe track down this estranged spouse who still has this dower right, um, but you can't find them or it's just not an amicable situation. They don't want to yeah. give it up. Um, and again, you're going back down that road of a court order and you're going to engage a family lawyer to help you get that. Okay, awesome. I would say lastly, um, one of the agents that I dealt with was, uh, wasn't sure that they should be asking for a copy of it. And I think it's important to note that 
you know, we, we kind of need to know what's going on in that document, um, especially if it's stipulating only one person has to sign. We can't do that without a copy of that court order. Um, and like Lonnie mentioned, there are ways of obtaining it without um, the client if for some reason they won't give it up. But um, I, I've also seen on them that there's like stipulate a list price um, that they can, you know, accept offers up to a certain certain percentage under list. And there, there are some other instructions in there that are important to see. So make sure you guys get a copy of it. And um, just for Team Blue here, if you don't know or you have questions, reach out to us and we will help you through this situation. Um, it's obviously not ideal for anyone <laughs> um, that is involved in this, but um, hopefully you guys can get it sold. So anyways, thank you so much. Uh, for joining us, Lonnie, and for all the info, and um, for all of you out there who, who have never met her in person, this is Lonnie. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us, and have an awesome week. See you later. That's all we have for you today, and thank you so much for giving us your time and tuning in. Don't forget to like CIR Realty Business Mastery on Facebook, and to follow us on Instagram. Take care, everyone.